Hey everyone, welcome back to the Golden Trio Podcast. It's MK. It's Maddie. And it's Nicole. I <laughs> think to match Maddie, but it didn't really go. <laughs> so this week, this past week, a lot has happened for those of you who are listening in the United States of America. Um, mainly the biggest thing this week was the fashion show that was inauguration, the inauguration. or fashion week. That's what I would like to know. Uh, one word those bitches popped off one word monochromatic and i think that they gave us a sneak peek into what we could expect from new york's fashion week if it's not monochromatic i don't want it it was so as as we'll talk about somebody later i don't period it was iconic um i'd like to start with miss michelle miss michelle did not come to play her wig laid her waist cinched her color beautiful popping that belt everything she looked incredible I will never in my life look 10% as good as Michelle Obama looked at this inauguration and that's just a fact there were memes of her at the 2017 inauguration like versus the 2021 and it was absolutely hilarious if you know you know um but also the news was like oh look it's former lady uh, former first lady Michelle Obama, she looks amazing. <clears throat> Excuse me, and blah, blah blah. Oh, I don't know. Did we see Barack? I don't know. Like all attention was on her, as it should have been. And Mary Catherine was like full on texting me, like, "Have you seen this? She looks amazing." Listen, my mouth hit the floor. I was like, "Oh my gosh, she looks so good." And the and the fact that they were like former first lady Michelle Obama. Blah, 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 pantsuit or something and then be like oh yeah there's Barack like oh he's here like it was just so funny but she was iconic Dr. Joe Biden was iconic her like later inauguration dress for the evening <gasps> made me cry when I saw the meaning of it oh, made I cried. me cry when you sent me that I was like I love Joe Biden and I think that like I think I've told you guys both this. Um, I'm a really big believer that the best presidents are ones that have like badass women in the White House with them who have like badass wives. Oh, for sure. Like powerful and involved. And I just like the fact that Jill Biden, I really feel like she's a powerhouse. She's incredible. I watched this video of her thanking the National Guard and talking about how she used to be a National Guard mom and like and bringing them cookies. I was so cute. Sobbing. I was sobbing. I it's just nice to have a family, like a great first family back in the White House that cares. We actually have the first rescue dogs in the White House and mm. I know my favorite um my favorite first families have been the Obamas and the Bushes previously to the Bidens because they just are classy in my opinion um they're just classy they carry themselves well not only is you know the president a good face for the country or whatever but it's just their wives are very involved and their children are very involved and honestly it's just a step in the right direction and I'm very excited. <laughs> and how could we forget? We've completely not even acknowledged. I don't know if you guys got very emotional when Kamala Sobbed. Harris um, Sobbed. got sworn in. But I was not expecting to get like extremely emotional. And I really was like, it brought tears to my eyes just watching a woman 
get brought into the White House felt very powerful. And I did not anticipate getting as emotional as I did. I think, oh, me either. But I think I remember when Obama was sworn in in 2008, I remember literally watching in social studies in the seventh grade or however old I was, um, watching- Yes, sixth grade. That makes more sense. I was in social studies. We were watching the inauguration and I didn't really understand the meaning of, you know, everything going on. Like, oh, we're getting new president. Cool. But I think in 2008, when we had the first African-American president sworn in, I did not really understand the impact of how awesome and great that was until Kamala was sworn in because did I ever think in my lifetime that a woman would be sworn into anything to do with the White House or the presidency, vice presidency, anything like that? No. Um, So it was really cool to see that. And I now understand the impact Um, and her outfit. Yeah, her outfit, (laughs) it was like a, almost like a violet, blue, purple, like, it was just a really pretty color for her complexion as well. And I also, like you, Nicole, I didn't expect to get teary-eyed, but like sitting there, just like watching the history being made, the fact that we've lived through a very historic first part of our 20s. Um, <laughs> you can say that has again. <laughs> been, has, been a, has been a lot, but like this moment made it for me, like that I like was like, wow, we're really living through history. Like, this was something I was like proud to be living through, if that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think that, you know, we've come a a really far way as women in terms of like breaking glass ceilings and moving forward and recognizing our power. And um, I don't know, it just felt like a very, like we make little steps every day, but it's like, it was a very like monumental signal of like, we've come so far, but don't let that stop you bitches. Cause we got so far to go still. Um, Absolutely. But with that being said, um, I love our topic for this week. Uh, Maddie, do you want to share what we're doing? Yes. Okay. So I know within the past few weeks, especially in America, it's been very tense. So just to spread some more positivity, I know women's month is not until March, but I thought it would be a great idea for us to just talk about all the badass women that have impacted our lives, whether it's like creators, music, film, politics, um, anything like that. I just thought we should spread spread some positivity and woman empowerment and just talk about some badass hot girls that we look up to. Um, yeah. Yes. <laughs> either like looking up to or like have recently discovered or just like that I've really made an impact or like a social stance or I don't know I'm trying to find the word for it but women who deserve the hype (laughs) women who deserve the hype I love that (laughs) Mm -hmm. um so oh my gosh what does like being like a badass powerful woman mean to you guys because like I know like in our group chat especially like we talk about being hot girls all the time and we're like we're hot (laughs) girls we do hot girl shit and this is hot girl shit but like what what do you guys think is I guess defining characteristics of like a badass woman or like a bad bitch I think that you have to take what comes at you um and how you take it definitely speaks volumes 
taking the things that, you know, may not be the best, taking them with grace, um, standing up for what you believe in, speaking out on things that could be hard. Um, I think that, you know, just being confident and really owning, owning who you are will make you um, a really powerful person. And, you know, you, the only person that can stick up for you is you, like you've got to take the the strides and, you know, making yourself like a better person and just, you know, really owning your stuff. I think that anybody could be a bomb person or anyone can be who they want to become. So. I love that. Maddie, what about you? Um, I would just like to say, first of all, um, surround yourself with a bunch of badass women as well. That is a huge thing. I learned that at a very young age from my mother because she has like this bunko group that she plays with like second Thursday of every month or something like that. And I know this past week they're all posting on Facebook for one of their friends and I commented and I was like, I aspire like to have a group like this. And I, I mean, I do, but like, even when I'm older, um, so I would say surround yourself with other badass women that hype you up. These two are obviously um, a part of that group. But yes. I also would say, um, do not give a flying fuck like about what anyone thinks about you. And that's I harder said than that's easier yes, said than done harder for sure. Oh, absolutely. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but especially this past like year and a half, like I just don't care anymore. Like if I want to put highlighter, a green eyeliner on, like who cares like confidence I've learned is just um like has helped me with my mindset about how I think about myself and my friends and every time Nicole doubts herself I'm like Nicole what are we what are we hot girls and what do we do (sighs) hot girl shit exactly when you have that like little mantras those are so helpful um, and definitely being super headstrong and not taking anyone's bullshit. Um, yeah, I have a lot of, a lot of the women that I have chosen for each category that we're going to go through do not take bullshit a lot from men, which I mean, I live by a little bit, but, um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm going to let Nicole go. I hope we didn't take all of your. No, I mean, I think I agree with both of you. I think, um being a bad bitch and being a hot girl is actually so much just about mindset and it has nothing to do with like I know personally I spent so much of my life thinking that like I could only be a badass or only like a boss babe or like a bad bitch if like I looked a certain way or I fell into certain categories career-wise and like it actually has nothing to do with that which I've realized as an adult, like, I just realized that, like, it actually has nothing to do with any of those things. And it's all about, like, your mindset. I think that one of the key trademarks of, like, being a badass woman is someone who uplifts other women who it's not just about you. You are lifting each other up. Like, we are sisters. We're all in this together. It doesn't mean that we're all alike. Um, But listening to the struggles and the stories of other women and not just acting like your experience with womanhood is the only experience with womanhood and helping lift up other women and move forward as a group. Because if one of us wins, we all win. You know what I mean? And I think that like, there's such a mindset of competition 
amongst women sometimes Mm -hmm. this idea that like we can't all win and there has to be like competition and it comes in like so many areas in like the dating arena in a work arena and it's like why can't we all win like at the end of the day like we are sisters and we're together stand together (laughs) period cheetah girls um and like we're stronger together and so I think that like one of the most trademark characteristics I have found of badass womanhood is like willingness to lift up other women and celebrate each other yes I definitely think that I will emphasize celebrating each other's wins and being there for each other's losses like if you can do both of those things like nothing can stop you like you just have to like it's a mindset um, I also would just like to say, yes, I've been very into Euphoria lately, and I watched part two today of the Jules episode, and she said one thing that, like, really, really, really stood out to me while we're talking about, like, empowering women. Um, so, for those of you who watched the show, you know that uh, Jules is transgender, and she's transitioning into a woman, and um, she was just talking about how it's so hard to be a girl express especially when you're transitioning to be a female because girls will look you up and down it's like in our nature to look up to look you up and down like based on your body your physical appearance like your makeup your hair like the literally the tags on your clothes on the brands you wear Mm -hmm. and I think that was a real wake-up call for not me I mean we all have done that in our lives like if you say you you haven't you're lying like you're you're a liar but I think it's something that we definitely all as women need to improve on um and like we were saying like uh, uplifting each other like who cares if you have a 250 dollars shirt on or not like mine's probably from goodwill that I thrifted or you Mm -hmm. know who cares like if you want to wear a cute outfit and you think it's cute like great if you love your music taste and you want to share it with the world awesome like I will probably end up listening to it if you share it with your spotify Mm -hmm. um you know if you want to wear your hair a different way like cool go for it if you want to dye your hair pink honestly you'll probably rock it so the way that we decided to do this is um, because it's 2021 and I'm obsessed with numbers that I was going to say rhyme, but rhyme numbers don't rhyme with each other. Um, but we did a list of 21 in 2021. So like 21 women who are killing the game, who are badass, who inspire us in some way or another. Uh, so we have seven different categories. And we each picked like a woman in those categories to shout out, lift up, and um, who are killing the game. So without any further ado, um, the way we decided to start, uh, as all things should start, is with TikTok. So (laughs) (laughs) So because we all have been down the rabbit hole of TikTok. Oh God, it's been horrible. But I have a lot of like I follow a lot of different women creators on TikTok that I really like um but one I will talk about for sure is Chris Collins which is her username is call me Chris um she was one of the first TikTokers that came up on my for you page when I first downloaded the app and uh, I think that she's one of the funniest like TikTokers that are out there like I think that she like having the time to take all like create all of these different personas and like I don't know just create the content to keep people like interested is just really good like I think that she's 
so funny and she like has such a following she has created her own merch line she has over 14 million followers now I think I followed her when she was at like 5 million maybe oh wow that's insane growth that's insane growth yes just to show like the amount of growth she's had in like I don't know the five months that I've had TikTok like Mm -hmm. And, um, like she used to be a hairdresser and would do lash extensions. And I, I don't think, I think that she's become a full-time TikTok creator and she does like, um, like Twitch streams. She has her own YouTube channel. Like she's fully immersed into everything now. And I think that that's just really awesome. Like I, she's just one of the many. So. Yeah. I definitely have to check her out. I really, she has not come up on my for you page, but now. (laughs) No, oh, she hasn't. So I love yeah, her I'm gonna have now. to check her out. And obviously, like y'all should check her out too. Uh consider this whole episode a recommendation station. Yes. Um oh my god. Maddie, who'd you <sighs> say? Okay. Um I love this girl so much. I know everyone else does in the pod. Anna Sitar. Her name on TikTok is Anna X Sitar. She is actually, I just found out like a week ago, she's, I'm a week older than her. So she's also an Aries queen. Um, she makes a bunch of videos just saying like, oh, if my best friend and I aren't married and having kids together at the same time, then I don't want it. She has a whole merch line with it. Um, I don't remember how many followers she has. I want to say like I think, she just ce- I think she just celebrated her seven million yes yes same um she's so kind she's so relatable her and her boyfriend's relationship is I usually hate that kind of shit I'm not gonna lie but they are so cute and she goes to Starbucks about every day and tries everybody's different suggestions and it's really cool and she makes her own stuff um She's from Michigan, so shout out Midwest. Uh, we love a Midwest queen. And then she went to college there, and now she's in film school um, out in California, and she lives with her family. I love her aesthetic. I love her. She's so positive, and I would love to be friends with her. She's like my dream guest to have on the pod. Um, sweetest can be, cutest person I know, and we all love her. So, oh yes, I love her. Another day, another Starby. Yes, for sure. I'm an iced coffee queen, and the fact that she only ever gets iced drinks is yes. I'm glad. I yeah, she's never gotten a hot drink. Oh my god! I mean, she never. She doesn't normally. Honestly, I feel represented by that choice. Mm -hmm. Same. Seven point three million. Seven point three. Okay, that's what I thought. Um. Yes, uh, definitely recommend. I follow her on Instagram too. I just personally want to be best friends with her and she's so sweet and possibly one of the most relatable um, creators I've seen on the app mm-hmm. for sure. I think she's also very genuine too. She just seems so funny. Yes, and that is so hard to come and find on TikTok is anybody who's actually genuine. So um, Nicole, who is your favorite female TikToker? Okay, I went back and forth like 85 times. I had so many different picks. And fun fact, the person that I put in our Google Doc um, that I literally planned for is not the person I ended up picking. I feel like I have a thought of who you're going to pick. I was scrolling through TikTok and this girl came up on my like page that's just the people I'm following. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh my God, how did I not pick her? I'm literally obsessed with her. Michaela. I knew it. Oh, the makeup guru. I, yeah. I, my second choice. She's incredible. Same, that's my second choice too. She's She's incredible. The most, 
I think she's one of the most genuine beauty influencers I've literally ever seen. Like she's literally just like a normal girl, like the kind of girl that I could see myself like meeting in a bar bathroom and being like, oh my God, girl, I love your shoes. And she'd be like, oh my God, girl, I love your hair. And like, she's like very normal and so humble. And like her makeup tips, like I am not great at makeup. It's not like my thing. And I feel like she has like taught me how to do certain things. She's so grateful and like humble for everything. And she just seems like the sweetest person. She's built herself up from literally how many followers does she have like three million maybe she has, she has, has 3.6 and it's Michaela no Guerrero. yeah um I literally am obsessed with her the number of products I have bought because of her oh no same astronomical like I take her word as law like if she endorses it I'm like period it must be good That's and you know. I think that she just seems like the nicest person and like She's so popular, but never once have I gotten the vibe of like, oh, like her TikTok acclaim is like getting to her head or anything. Like she seems so genuine and so sweet. Uh, And I literally just want the best for her and her voice is everything. And I just want a voice recording of her saying, I love you to me in her beautiful, beautiful Massachusetts accent. I love her. She's killing the game. Michaela, I want you to be my best friend. Uh, Please do. I know she's 22. And yes. I think she would fit in so well. It's amazing. Well. Yes. I, I will have to back both of your choices for <laughs> sure. Our next category is women in the music industry. Um, so who did everyone pick? Uh, Maddie, you can go first this time because you are our okay. resident music queen. Okay. First of all, thank you for putting all of this in my um, favorite color right now, which is green. So speaking of green, um, we're going to talk about Miss Ariana Grande because her whole green aesthetic was with her last album, Positions. Um, I know she is possibly the biggest pop star, um, has been for the past like five, six years. But I would just like to say her songwriting abilities are insanely underrated. Um, I'm sorry, thank you, Next deserved a Grammy. If you know how the Grammys have screwed over people, you know how they literally screwed over Ariana Grande. I would just also like to say in 2018, this was even before Thank You, Next came out. This was right after Sweetener came out. And this was also right after, unfortunately, when Mac Miller passed away. RIP in peace. I love him so much. Um, but she won, uh, woman of the year, uh, for women in music at, uh, billboard has every year, which shout out to billboard for having a woman in music, um, award show whole event definitely needed in the music industry. So Ariana, Ariana won this award, uh, into 2018. And she was just talking about how it's literally been the best year of her career, but it's been the worst in life. And honestly, that just makes me think a lot about my no like no matter what I have going on in my personal life to just work my ass off because I know it'll get me far in life um and just how empowering she makes me feel like every time I have a high pony I like Ariana Grande vibes it's fine she is just great for the music industry and for women as a whole and I'm excited to for her to get married first of all um and second of all to see what else she's gonna do if she's gonna do another remix or two for this album another music video um I love this era because it's all green and she does like each of her albums is a whole true era and different aesthetic every time so I love what she does and yes (laughs) 
Um, Nicole, do you want to go? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I picked, first of all, Ariana Grande, excellent choice. Um, I picked <laughs> Stevie Nicks. First of all, Stevie Nicks, like to me is like the definition of like a badass woman. Like she is someone that in my mind, like does not follow people's rules or like follow conventional standard of like what you have to do. She's not afraid to speak out about things. Uh, and she makes her opinion known. Um, not only that, she's actually the only woman who has ever been inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame two times, uh, which period queen, like she is, I just think like she's the definition of like being yourself and like loving yourself and being who you are and that being badass. And like Harry Styles talked about it when he inducted her in the Hall of Fame, like about how like, oh, I Stevie Nicks the shit out of that. And like, that's how, you know, you like kicked ass. Like I have had moments when I'm like, I need to channel my inner Stevie Nicks right now. I need to be Stevie, be one with her. Um, and yeah, she just really inspires me on like a personal level. Um, also, I love that she is like a single woman and that she has been quoted, in fact, talking about how she wouldn't have kids because like her career and her lifestyle and her art just don't permit that. I think that sometimes as women, we're expected to follow a certain path. And so someone who is so blatantly like, no, that doesn't work for my lifestyle and that doesn't work for me. And I'm not going to do that. And she's unapologetic about it. Like, I just think she's so admirable and I love her so much. And obviously like her music is chef's kiss. Incredible. Um, there's no music that makes me feel like Stevie Nicks and Fleetwood Mac's music. Um, so it's Mary Kath's turn. Yes. Who did you yes. pick Mary Kath? Um, so it's, it's our girl. We've had a whole episode so dedicated to her work uh miss t swift i love taylor swift i i just think that there's no for our generation there's she's like a top contender a top five um woman in music um influencer or whatever you want to call it she's just so good at what she does i think that when I thought of women in music, she's the person I thought of. Um, I think that her whole discography is amazing. I think that what she stands for is amazing. I think that the amount of eras that she also has, the thing, the way that she's been able to develop and change herself, but still be herself and create this whole entire genre, dropping two albums in 2020, hello. Like, I just think that there was, that speaks for itself, I feel. Taylor Swift is one of those artists that like, I truly don't think of anyone that I can compare to her who's doing the same things on her level. Like, I think that arguments could be made that like certain other people could be compared to certain other people and lines could be drawn. And Taylor Swift is one of the only ones that I look at and I'm like, I don't know who I would compare her to. I don't know who I think is on her level. So I totally agree with that choice. More media that influences us is obviously the film industry. So um, I will go first for this one. I will take a turn going first. Um, so in the film industry, the woman I picked who inspires me is none other than Miss Reese Witherspoon. I am forever changed fundamentally who I am because of the film Legally Blonde. Like it's such a feminist movie. And like, yes, of course it was marketed. It's this like, oh, a hot girl goes to law school. But like, it's actually such a feminist film. Like 
And I love the idea of like, you can be like as feminine as possible as like girly or stereotypically feminine as possible and still be like, yeah, and I'm a badass and I'm smart and I am not just a flat character on a page. And I love that. And she really pursues that in a lot of her work. The character she played in Cruel Intentions, incredible. Um, her portrayal of June Carter Cash in Walk the Line uh, she won an Oscar for that and honestly well-deserved. She's literally incredible. Um, but she's not just a, like, actress. She also has, I mean, she has her clothing store, Draper James. Um, but she has a production studio called Hello Sunshine that the whole point is to do female-led stories and, um, like, talk about women who are interesting and complex and complicated characters and I think that's really admirable and that falls under the category of like lifting up other women and telling other women's story. I think it's so important and I really admire that. She just is so empowering for women and I love her and I think she's incredible and she's, yeah, she's a huge inspiration for me. What about you, Mary Kath? Who did you go with? I had to pick one of my favorite people, um, Julie Andrews. I love our queen of Genovia. Um, I think that she is one of my favorite actresses in film, in musicals, in musicals. I, she is one of my favorite people. And whenever, God forbid it, she passes away from this earth, I will need a week of mourning. I'm not even kidding with you. So from her work, from like, she has done so much for the performing arts. Um, the musical theater nerd in me is coming out. I think that she paved the way for a lot of different shows. And she was one of the star, like she was part of the original cast for so many Broadway shows up until she um, had her vocal surgery back in the 90s. Um, and just some of my favorite musicals and films that she's been in are like Thoroughly Modern Millie, obviously The Sound of Music. Um, the Princess Diaries, um, you know, trilogy, the film series, and um, Eloise at the Plaza. A lot of people don't know that movie, but she has a special place in my heart. I love that movie, but um, yeah, there's just not much you can say about someone who's already perfect, so I just. All right, Maddie, it's your turn, hot girl. Who did you okay. pick? Um, so I picked the iconic Meryl Streep um first of all Mamma Mia the movie versions would have not been the same at all if Meryl Streep were not in them um at all whatsoever and they it's a complete masterpiece um one of my favorite movies The Devil Wears Prada um her role in that is absolutely iconic and when I think of Meryl Streep I think of Mamma Mia and The Devil Wears Prada um and also um playing Julia Child um one of my favorite films that she has been in is definitely Little Women. She's not in it a lot, but it also makes it a little bit better that she is in it. And um, she was absolutely amazing in the new Mary Poppins that came out a couple years ago. Um, so she has had 21 nominations for an Oscar, which is absolutely insane. Um, but she's only won three and she's had 33 nominations for Golden Globes and she's won nine. So she's definitely respectable especially to women in film and she's definitely been a lot involved in the National Women's History Museum and she's donated a lot of money to that and again 
I don't think I'm going to need like a week's notice before Meryl Streep dies because that's going to rock me and the industry as a whole. And she makes for a good meme. Uh, could not agree more. We love Miss Meryl. Um, we also love badass women who are changing things in the real world, in our everyday lives. Uh, we talked about women in politics earlier, but it is time to shout out our favorite badass bitches who are currently in the political sphere. So Mary Kath, let's have you go first. Who are you vibing with? Who'd you pick? Um, I, it's my love for the royal family and my obsession with corgis. Um, it's the queen, <laughs> Queen Elizabeth um, II. Um she's just the longest reigning monarchy of the British empire. And I just think that that's crazy. She's, she was inducted as queen, I think at the age of like 26 and she's 94. Um, and it's the Royal family who doesn't love um, that, especially since, you know, the crown came on and uh, the most recent season has brought stuff into light, but um, I, I just love the Royal family. And I think that she's, um, a real um, contender for just a badass woman in politics just because shoot she's had the longest running reign of anyone ever so she's doing it to spite charles and honestly we stand Here she is. needs to Fuck live until charles. charles dies that's that's i will end on that note <laughs> <laughs> okay uh i'll go next so i have aoc also known as alexandria I'm going to butcher this. Asio Cortez, um, more famously known as AOC. Um, she took office as the youngest woman to ever serve in the United States Congress at the age of 29, and she's now 33. Um, she won her race again in November, so she's in office again, but she's been definitely noted for her social media presence. Um, especially lately, I would say she is so like setting the, like doing whatever she can for women and not even just for women, but just for people. Like she is doing whatever she can for her district and even the country. She's trying to help everybody get stimulus checks. Um, I may not agree with her being like fully left and, you know, politics are just one thing but she's just a good thing that we need right now especially for women in politics and her twitter presence is i love her on twitter if you don't follow her i suggest that you do um she even was uh offering all of the military and army that have been outside the capital and all in dc for the past week or two um to have a nap on her couch for literally granola bars snacks like anything and she is Everyone wants her to run for president soon, but I mean, she's only 31, but I really don't think she's going to be um, gone anytime soon. I think she's definitely going to be around for a while, especially in U.S. Um, politics. And I really do think that she will be making an impact and um, more of a change within the next like five, 10 years for sure. Um, but she's rocking it. Yeah, and for her sure. Fashion, her fashion, her red a- lipstick. We love a fashion moment especially a fashion moment that's got a bunch of eyes on it um so nicole if you want to go next yeah uh absolutely i have um one of the women that i think is probably going to go down in history is one of the most consequential women in politics of like the current era and especially 
of uh, the 2020 election, Stacey Abrams. Um, Stacey Abrams, if you don't know, she is from Georgia. Um, she's literally just incredible. Uh, she was in the House of Representatives um, from 2011 to 2017. And then she was a nominee for the um, governor of Georgia. Um, and she lost that race. But in that race, there was a lot of suspicion about like voter suppression, especially in low income communities. Um, and what she has done, she founded um, Fair Fight Action um, and basically like Fair Fight 2020, which basically just like mobilized voting and brought it into low income communities, made it more accessible to people who would not normally be able to voice their votes and she has completely like flipped the script in Georgia. Georgia flipped blue this year for the first time and I don't even know how long and then in the Senate race uh it came so close there was a runoff and again like the Senate flipped blue literally because of Georgia and Stacey Abrams just like her work there cannot be underestimated like it was not just a like political move. It was a movement to bring the voices of people who were in underheard communities heard. And I think that it is just so incredible, so admirable. And she, like, I aspire to be the kind of woman who like, okay, I lost and it might not have even been fair the way I lost or the way I failed, but I did. And I'm not gonna let that stop me. And I'm gonna find a way to still fight for what's right for everyone. And she did that. And it's incredible and awe-inspiring. And um, I wish I could sit with her for like 10 minutes and just ask her for like life advice. Cause I just think it's really incredible what she did in Georgia and what I have no doubt she'll continue to do in the political system. I think she's incredible. And to the extent that she is not already receiving incredible praise, she deserves a million times more. She deserves the hype. Yes, she deserves <laughs> the fucking hype. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but with that being said, our next category is athletes. And we also said like women who work in media. Um, so Maddie, who did you pick for your athlete or woman in media? Okay. I'm actually very excited about this. Um, so if you really, really, really know me, you know that I am the biggest gymnastics nerd. Um, I love the Summer Olympics just for gymnastics. Um, Sean Johnson, one of my favorite people. She's not who I chose, but um, I did run into her. She lives in Nashville. I did run into her at a Kroger like last summer, but I didn't talk to her because I was too nervous because I've loved her since I was like six years old. Anyways. Um, okay. So I chose Maggie Nichols. She was an elite gymnast. Her story is, um, honestly breathtaking and I would say she's very underrated not a lot of people really know about her um so I mainly knew about her because uh she actually grew up right next um the town next to where my grandparents live in Minnesota so she um is from Little Canada Minnesota my parents or my grandparents live in Roseville um she actually had a whole Netflix documentary Mentory come out uh last summer and it's called athlete a it's on netflix i 10 out of 10 recommend but um also trigger warning because it's mainly about uh all of u.s gymnastics like dealing with larry nasser and she was actually the first gymnast to come forward about Such her a crazy time yes about her abuse um 
from Larry Nasser, who I hope you rot in jail and then go to hell for eternity anyways. Um, so once she came out with this, uh, with the accusations and, you know, her story, then soon after a bunch of other gymnasts were saying the same thing, like Allie Raisman, Simone Biles, um, like so many Olympic gymnasts, as well as um, just elite gymnasts. Um, so pretty much she had a really bad injury. I remember watching the Olympic trials right before Rio and her and Simone Biles were actually roommates and they were really close friends. Um, so she hurt her back, I think it was, and, uh, it was just really, really hard for her to come after or to come back from that. But also she was left off of the 2016 Rio team, which I think is absolute bullshit because I think she came back from her injury well enough and she should have been on the team at least as an alternate. Um, but the main reason they didn't let her on the team was because of, uh, the whole Larry Nasser thing. Um, which again, bullshit. Uh, she's made such an impact on um, women in the athletic community is mainly in the gymnastics community. And she's also a very good voice and figure for anybody who's dealt with any kind of sexual assault, um, especially since she was the very first gymnast to come out about everything. So I love her. I'm obsessed with her. I think she's a great example for a lot of women. And yeah, I picked Serena Williams. Um, I think, first of all, Serena Williams is the most athletic woman that has ever lived. Um, that's just a personal opinion. You can't change my mind. She's a literal fucking beast. She's incredible. Um, and like she's won 23 grand slams, uh, which is literally insane, literal craziness. Uh, the only, she's the second highest ever. And in the current like era of tennis, she's the highest number of grand slam wins. Like she's so talented. She's so athletic. Um, and part of the reason I think I picked her is because she was, she's sort of been a victim of like the judgments we place on women in terms of like they have to look a certain way because she got married and her husband is like less muscular and shorter than her. And so there was like all this, like, Oh, like she looks so whatever. And like, first of all, how dare you? Like she's a beast and she could kill you with one punch. You fucking psychos. Um, and also just like, she has multiple times been victim of like the crazy, angry woman stereotype uh, that gets placed out there. Um, there's a stereotype that women are too emotional, too angry, whatever. And I'm going to say it and like, it's uncomfortable, but I, I'll say it like black women, especially fall victim to that stereotype and get um, like stereotyped as like angry or aggressive or like any certain way. And for like the same passion that a man would show when she has shown it on the tennis court it has been this like whole controversy and deemed like unacceptable. And so I just think like it, she should be recognized on the same level as any other athlete uh, because she is an equal level of elite. I think she's the best tennis player to come out of America, male or female. And she's one of the most athletic women. And to the extent that she does not already receive all of the hype, like she deserves all the hype. She's a badass, and I aspire to be more like her. I have to agree she's definitely a powerful powerful powerhouse like of a woman like for sure 
and um so I went more of the media route um for my sports media like sports media person um I chose Hoda Kotb um I love the Today Show um I when I did my internship in New York I went to the Today Show with my mom and like that was like one of the best experiences um and she became um, the featured co-anchor in 2017 and had her own segment with um, Hoda and Kathy, uh, Kathy Lee Gifford. And they were just a, like a dynamic duo that I felt like nobody knew that they needed. And um, I think that it's really awesome that, you know, you see a woman, like two women on a really popular newscast, like with her and some, and Savannah Guthrie, like I just really love the vibes and um, she's just one of my favorite um, media newscasters for sure. For our next category, um, we actually just had like a miscellaneous category. So each of us could like pick a random person. Uh, so I'll go first for this one because I'm super excited about mine because uh, she is on my vision board literally 24 seven, Rihanna. Um, I think Rihanna is I can't even come up with words to describe how incredible I think she is. She's the definition of a mogul, first of all. People want to focus on her music career. And yes, her music is incredible. Don't even get me fucking started because she has banger after banger after banger after banger. But beyond that, she has, like, she's fully an empire. Um, Fenty makeup changed the game. And when Fenty came out with such a diverse shade range, it made so many other brands up their shit and say actually we need to have a more diverse shade range and products for all women and not just women who look a certain way um and again what did she do with savage x fenty the literal same fucking thing she came out with lingerie that was for all different women of all different body types and not just women who fit into one specific category and also, as a side note, I own lingerie from Savage X Fenty, and it's my favorite lingerie I've ever owned. It's literally incredible. Um, it is only reserved for the best of the best in my sexual experiences. That's just a personal note. I just think she's changed the game and opened up doors for women in so many ways. In the music industry, she's opened up doors for women. And outside of that, she's made makeup and clothing and lingerie and things that used to fall into only one category of beautiful she is the reason I think a big part of why certain doors have been opened and I think that she should be recognized on the same level of greatness as so many like male entrepreneurs are I think she doesn't get enough hype and she's incredible and also I want her next album Miss Rihanna I'm sorry I know people ask about your music all the time I love you I love your products I also want your next album thank you very much manifestation <laughs> but what about you guys who'd you pick Mary Kath? um I picked Miss uh Miss 9 to 5 Miss Dolly Parton um I love her and I think that she's done a lot for um the world and not only with her reading program for children but like backing the execution and research of this parallelogram that we're in like I just think that maybe we wouldn't have the vaccine without Miss Dolly like I'm just saying it's a possibility um but she's just one of my favorite people like I don't know I've always wanted to go to Dollywood and I've never been before and so I just think that she's a howdy spunky fun gal I'd love to be besties and sit and have like tea with her or a tequila sunrise, whichever happens first. Oh my god, having a drink with Dolly Parton is <laughs> literally, literally 
anyways um what about you maddie who'd you pick I have Miss Amy Poehler. Um, first of all, she proves the stereotype that air quote women are not funny because she's absolutely hilarious. Um, I would just like to say um, she was one of the first women uh, comedians. I, w- I would watch SNL with my family growing up every single Saturday. Um, and I miss her and Tina Fey um, doing the weekend update I miss that so much it's absolutely iconic and it will never be the absolute same because of the standard that they set so high um I also envy her and Tina Fey's friendship she's absolutely hilarious her role as Leslie Nope in Parks and Rec um a culture shock and what we all needed and also was a great representation of women in politics um even though Leslie no made me cringe about every single episode I think it was a great example of hardworking, giving no fucks women who will work as hard as they can to get what they are uh what they deserve and she proves that time and time again I think that we all made some great picks tonight we only have one category left um and I love this category because I think as important as it is to recognize people in the media and whose names are big and out there killing the game, it's also super important to recognize like people in our everyday lives who are killing it and crushing it and being badass women in their own right. And I think that that's a perfect way to end today's episode is just talking about like, who's a woman you know, or women you know in your life who is, yeah, like a bad bitch who you aspire to be more like. So I don't know. Mary Kath, if you... Oh, yes. I will, I can go first. Uh, <clears throat> whoa, sorry. Dying. Um, yes, so I chose... Um, I couldn't just choose one because I think that we're all doing great. Um, so I just want to shout out to all my gal pals um, in my life that, you know, some are struggling more than others. Some have hard days. Some have great days. Like, I think that everybody that I regularly communicate with um, you know, we're all doing our own badass thing. I think that everybody is doing great in what they're doing. Um, and I just want to send the reminder that you are competent. You are capable. You are strong. You don't need a man if you don't want one. And I love you. (laughs) That was cute. (laughs) you period maddie what about you who is a woman or women in your life that inspire you on the daily um miss Lori, as in my mother even though she did not give birth to me i'm adopted for those of you who do not know um but i literally wouldn't be here if it wasn't for Lori. i would not know you guys i'm sorry but like i wouldn't um <laughs> i would be living in florida <laughs> um yeah that's really gross um but yeah, I just wanted to say, oh, sorry, my Zoom was weird for a second. Um, anyways, um, Miss Lori adopted me and she raised me. We did not really get along until after I graduated college, which is fine, but she's taught me so much growing up. Like I said earlier, surrounding yourself with a bunch of badass women, like kind of just keeping your circle small um like my own self-confidence even though I can't really go to my mom a lot because she does not understand anything that happens um in this generation 
um she just has the biggest heart and as in she's taken in like three dogs in the past week um but she just has the biggest heart and like will not really take no for an answer and is such a hard worker and I love and admire her for that because I personally try to have as big as of a heart as she does um but yeah I love you Lori if you're listening I don't know because I don't think she knows how podcasts work but it's okay (laughs) (laughs) what a mom thing uh Lori if you're out there uh we love you too for bringing Maddie into our lives so (laughs) big I will round us out um I picked my older sister Emily um Emily and I have had a tumultuous relationship um but Emily is a teacher currently living in Nashville. She teaches kindergarten uh, online. Um, and in the very beginning of her school year, she got transferred from a regular kindergarten teacher to an EL kindergarten teacher, meaning all students in kindergarten who don't speak English and they don't and they don't all speak the same language. They all speak different languages are in her class. So she only teaches students who do not speak English and she teaches all of them and she does it with grace. She doesn't complain about her work. And she, I mean, I've been in a classroom with her like when classrooms were open, she's incredible at her job. And honestly, like she's been through so much. Um, You know, I just think she's like an incredibly strong person. And I think for literally my entire life when I've thought of like a person I want to be like the first thing that comes to mind is my older sister like she's incredible and powerful and amazing and I'm lucky to have an older sister I can look at and be like that is an inspiration of a person so Emily if you're out there and listening I love you so uh now let's head over to recommendation station I'm trying out different jingles that one might not work um yeah so let's start off what do we have going for music? Okay, so for music, um, I will be updating the playlist later this week, obviously before this episode comes out, um, so you guys can listen along too with what we're vibing. I've been kind of repeating, nothing really new, maybe a little bit new. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Five Seconds of Summer lately. Um, I and had a jam sesh to them earlier this week, no shame. I did, I did yesterday, um, and the 1975, so if you guys also have music suggestions, I am more than happy to take them, I love them so much, um, for music this week. Sabrina Carpenter's diss track. Are you fucking kidding me? Um, this was a god awful song. I love Sabrina Carpenter and I love her music, but like, what you did this for? What? Um, I personally do not like the song. I think it's she's almost twenty two. You're you're literally gonna talk shit about a seventeen year old who the song "Driver's License" was not even about you, Sabrina. It was about <laughs> her feel. Your the feelings for her current boyfriend like whatever stupid huge no um but if you want to listen to something else I highly suggest looking up Olivia Rodrigo's original songs on her Instagram um if you scroll back on her profile um that aren't really released yet but um I stand again by saying that she's probably going to be the next Taylor Swift or along the lines of it 
I'm so excited for her to come out with new music. And that's all I have for music for Maddie's Music Corner, as Mary Catherine named it, um, which is cute. I love it. Um, But yeah, I will be back again next week with everything with the tunes with the tunes and what's going on in the music industry and i'll update the playlist so yeah i'm gonna hand it over to mary catherine okay um so i have two things um to suggest um one is a a limited series and one is a, a normal series um so the night stalker if you like crime it's for you let me tell you um i had only ever heard about the night stalker but i never like really looked into it um so this four episode limited series tv show on netflix will tell you all about it um i will give a graphics warning that it's very graphic it shows like the bodies and all that jazz and you know you've got the mind um use it uh and so then my second show that i am suggesting is tiny pretty things on netflix it is a i want to say eight to ten episode series um i think it came out last year and it's about ballet and like what it takes to rise to the top um and this girl gets like pushed off their top ballerina gets pushed off the edge of a building and they've got to like figure out who did it but everybody thinks it's somebody else and so the new girl comes in to replace her and it's just like a really crazy environment and it's a really good show too it's very mysterious thriller um I'm a big thriller kind of tv show gal um but yeah so those are my two recommendations for the week I will have to watch those I am a true crime junkie so Yes, if you watch the Ted Bundy tapes, you will (laughs) enjoy a little bit, but I did. I did. So, Nicole, what have you been reading this week? Nicole's reading this. For my regular book recommendation this week, um, I want to suggest The Storyteller by Jodi Picoult. I read this book like years ago and it has stuck with me for literally forever. it's really incredible. Um, I don't even want to get into like the whole vibe of it. It is very heavy. Um, it deals with like, um, the Holocaust and stuff like that. It tells a beautiful story about a woman finding herself through her history. And I think that's really beautiful. Um, I think Jodi Picoult's an incredible author. So that is my recommendation for a regular book, but I have a second book, uh, that I would like to not even book, um, but recommendation. So sometimes I get that with reading, like it just feels like a lot to like put yourself into like a book that's going to make you like think about things or anything. So if you are looking for something that is going to maybe make you lose a brain cell or two, but it's real good. It's real good. Anything, but specifically the Briar University books, uh, by L. Kennedy, they're on like Apple iBooks. I can't tell you, like, I just power through these things before I go to bed. Like I will read an entire one before I go to bed and like read them in like my random breaks throughout the day while I'm working. Like they're so good. She writes male characters. The ones that I'm reading, the Briar University ones, they're set around a hockey team. So they're like all these hockey boys and There are a couple of them that I'm like, oh my God, I literally want to die because Garrett Graham is not a real person and I wish I could date Garrett Graham. (laughs) 
he's not my one. My one is Logan. Logan, which his book is the second one. It's called The Mistake, but you have to read Garrett's to understand Logan's. Um, but if you read The Mistake, it's the second one. The deal is the first one. Um, Logan, everything about him, I'm like, why can't this be a real man that I'm actually dating? Because I'm in love with him. <laughs> um, but all of them are literally incredible. I highly recommend them if you're not into like heavy reading I get it it's not for everyone but like no tino shade they're real sexy they're real cute go for it um I but yeah other than that um that is my recommendations for the week and uh now I think we'll go into uh if you guys want to go into ins and outs of the week the best part of the episode the best part of the golden trio podcast is ins and outs at the end that's my jingle for this week Let of me the week <laughs> <laughs> all right uh mary Kat, yeah. what do you have going for ins and outs um yeah so these are pretty like it, they came to me very quickly um so my ins and outs uh, are trying new things I'm currently trying this new workout regiment um good old Whitney Simmons um I'm gonna give her a good old college try and see if I like the results of it I really am trying to get back into working out and being healthy and because it is wedding year and I like that kind of escapes my mind sometimes and I'm like oh okay I gotta figure it out um and then shopping haul videos because those have been of abundance lately <laughs> and I love them I love getting those snapchats from you so those are my two ins for the week um I went on a target run yesterday and I just have to say I saw these tank tops on tiktok because I needed more workout tank tops for spin class and they are eight dollars each I would just like to say um I got four and they are so stretchy and form-fitting but like in a good way not in a bad way and I am very excited to go to spin class on Tuesday um and test them out I've heard great things about them eight dollars go target go get them um my other in has been um so my brother got me a bunch of starbucks stuff for christmas and so i haven't been going to starbucks for coffee i um have been going back to my high school favorite which was the green tea peach lemonade i usually get a venti with light ice from starbucks 10 out of 10 recommend i get it sweetened um but yeah, it's a little nostalgic for me. It's really good. I love a good green tea. I love a good lemonade added in there and some peach. It's it's amazing. I tend to recommend. Um, Nicole, what are your ins? I for my ins this week, uh, first is buying yourself flowers. Um, I went out this week. I kind of had like a weird week emotionally. Um, and so I was out on yesterday out yesterday and I was just kind of like oh you know like this is the kind of thing that like I wish I had someone to like send me flowers and write me a letter and let me know it's okay and like then I thought to myself Nicole who are you and I answered myself I'm Nicole motherfucking Rogers uh and I realized that instead of like waiting for someone else to do that like I could do that for myself I love myself just as much as anyone else does probably more uh because I'm a narcissist um 
<laughs> I so yeah, I went to the little flower shop near me and I just bought myself flowers and now they're like in my bedroom and they're so cute. And every day it's just like a nice little reminder, like while I'm getting ready of like, oh, I love myself and like, I'm beautiful and I deserve flowers and I don't need to wait for a fucking man to do that for me. <laughs> um, and, RT. I, and my second is there's these tinted chapstick things that I found at Target um, because it is chap lip season. If you know, you know, um, Absolutely. And, but they're like tinted and they're just the perfect kiss of color um to like make it look like you have like a soft like lip tint on without looking over the top or dramatic or like shitty they don't dry out your lips and then your lips stay moist and they look like very natural kisses of color all day so highly recommend 10 out of 10 recommend those I'll Um, definitely have to look into those because those sound really nice I'm literally obsessed I have them in five colors I bought one in one color and I liked it so much I was like cool I'm actually sweeping out the target of all of these colors committing to it exactly i'm committing to the bit um but let's do oh ow, 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 you okay i tried to do a song it didn't work uh let's do out of the week outs of the week outs oh of my the God. week right. we're gonna talk about the outs the outs of the week <laughs> um i my outs include the month of january we are on the last week of january my friends it God is the last this month has been so slow, yet so fast, but mainly slow. Um, and then the cold weather, which also relates to like the trapped lips and freezing my cush off. Um, I am ready for it to at least be 60 degrees, 50, 60s consistently. Like today we got freezing rain, like nobody asked for that. And um, yeah, so I'm over the cold and I'm over the month of January. I'm welcoming February with open arms. Is it my turn? Yes. Oh, cool. Okay. Um, my outs of the week. Um, well, first of all, I turned 24 in two months from today. Um, that's scary. Adulting, I don't know. Getting um, old. Getting old and still being very single, but it's fine. Um, I also would just like to say I had one of my outs of skin by Sabrina Carpenter, but I talked about it earlier. But one of my outs is I swear to fucking God, if one more person messages me to join their tribe of boss babes, um, for Monet specifically, I'm sorry, I don't want to have your um, products that will ruin my head of hair, my luscious head of hair. Um, multi-level marketing, MLMs, whatever the fuck they're called, stop. Why are they still a thing? How are they legal? Um, yeah, please stop randomly messaging me. I don't know you, so therefore why would I want to join you? Because of boss, boss babes. And please stop using the term boss babes. That is all. You don't want to try out a free product and be a Fuck model? No. Or um and invest and work from home all the time. No, sorry, you're just gonna lose a bunch of money and not get paid and pay a lot of money for products that are off. I had for a you. TikTok of one come up on my for you page the other day. Same, I shared it on my Instagram. The speed at which I blocked that TikTok and like reported that I didn't like it. <laughs> um, my outs this week. I swiped away from on my screen. Um, my outs this week. Uh, number one is um, 
blisters on your feet. I don't know about you guys. I've been getting really into working out in the new year. I'm just trying to be like healthier and make healthier choices for myself. And the way my feet have been blistering. So I'm trying new blister tape this week. So I don't know. Stay tuned for next week because they'll either be an in or an out. And the second is like cheapy gloves that you can get at like I'm going to call a place out that I usually love target. Like target has some cheap ass gloves that like, don't actually keep your hands warm at fucking all. And I disagree. <laughs> that not all of them, but some of them I'm like, this is so cold. My hands are cold. This is doing literally nothing for me. So yeah. Uh, if you're buying gloves, invest in a pair that's maybe a little bit like thicker and sturdier so that your hands don't actually fucking freeze off. Um, that is my out slash hot take of the week um but with that being said I think we're getting near time to wrap up so does anyone have any last comments Maddie Mary Kath either of you um wear a mask socially distance be safe don't be stupid um and I hope everyone is having a great week yeah um yes on that note um I think we're going to close out just saying, um, have a good week. Uh, remember to be kind to each other and be kind to yourselves. Uh, this has been the golden trio podcast.